Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, April 9th, 2022. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the written version, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great completely legal online betting site with great betting tools and perks. Legal for residents of most states, covering most tracks in North America and around the world. Check it out at amwager.com, where you can get the key races and bets blog by clicking on how to bet at Ella Star's blog. No login required. We're going to start the Saturday, April 9th key races and bets with the Checkertown Stakes. Race 8 at Keelan, opening weekend. This has a post of 4.30 p.m. Barraza is a horse who didn't try sprinting on grass until last October and who has won all four turf sprint races since then, in three of them closing amazingly fast, visually impressive, to win going away. His last two wins, both in stakes, earned 119 and 111 Echo Base P figures, which compare favorably to likely favorite Golden Pal, whose last two were 110 and 126. The first of the two earned in the fall equivalent of the Shaker Town, which is the Woodford Stakes at Keeneland. Being an invader from California, Barraza may be a list may be less heavily bet than Golden Pal, and that's why I'm giving him a slight preference. If you ran this race a hundred times, I think the two of them stand out. They win about sixty-six out of a hundred. They look much better than the rest of the field. Golden Pal has five wins and two runner-up efforts and eight career starts, seven on turf, including both times at Keeneland. He will bolt out of the gate and be in front by a length before the rest of the field has blinked. And then he can get very brave and be tough to catch as usual, but he will be very low odds. The Learjet is one more horse to mention here. He ran 10 times in Europe before importing to the U.S. last summer and ran very well to win the Franklin Simpson Stakes, a turf sprint like this one, powerfully in a field of 11. The 109 figure was rock solid and now as a more mature four-year-old, it's entirely possible he could run as fast as Golden Pal and Barraza, so he must round out the top trio of win contenders. In the Checkertown Stakes, race 8 Keeneland on Saturday, April 9th, post 4.30. Barraza is a win bet at 2-1 to one or more. The Learjet can be bet at 4-1 to one or more. Considering Barraza opens about 6-1 to one and Learjet at 12-1, to one, chances are high both will be above minimum odds, and that means we should take advantage of that. The best way to do that when maximize our profit is to Dutch the bet, which means to prorate. Based on the odds, Amwager has a free and easy tool to do dutching where you can set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win, and the math is done for you. This is just one of many tools and perks available for the better at Amwager.com. For the exact, I want a box, Barraza, Golden Pal, and Learjet. And then we're going to play doubles, pick threes, and pick fours in this sequence of races 8 through 11 in Keeneland. The double in race 8 is going to be Barraza, Golden Pal, and the Learjet. In race 9, Smile Happy and Zandon. Pick three in race eight, Barraza, Golden Pal, and Learjet. In race nine, Smile Happy and Zandon. In race 10, Temper Time. And the pick four, Barraza, Golden Pal, and Learjet. In race eight, Smile Happy and Zandon. In race nine, Temper Time. In race 10, Striker, Momos, and Infinite. In race 11, also a race you can use all in, particularly if the race comes off the turf and is run on the main track. Race nine is the big one, the Toyota Bluegrass Stakes. Grade one, $1 million, post 510. Zandon won his debut last October at six furlongs after banging the gate at the start and got away poorly. He showed maturity like a horse that was not making his debut and rallied and drew off. Next, he was stepped way up in class to run at the Remsen Stakes, <clears throat> run at the same mile and eight distance of the Bluegrass. In that race, while running farther than most of these because he was three paths wide around the track, 
Sandin battled head and head length of stretch, settled for second by a nose. <clears throat> in the Remsons, Anand tied the 93 Equibase speed figure here in his debut win. And he was wisely given time off to mature. He returned without a sprint prep again at nine furlongs in the Risen Star Stakes. Hopped in the air at the start, lost position, found himself last of ten. Nevertheless, Zandon started to pass horses after a half mile, eventually finishing third, half length behind the runner-up, smile happy. Once again, Zandon in a 93 figure. Considering both Zandon and smile happy are going to improve in their second starts off long layoffs, but factoring in the trouble Zandon experienced in the Risen Star, I believe he's going to improve a little bit more and win this year's total bluegrass stakes. But smile happy certainly is a horse to take a long look at. He had a very similar career debut to Zandon, having run three times. However, whereas Zandon won his debut in a six furlong sprint, Smile Happy won his debut in October at the distance of a mile and a sixteenth, which is a pretty tough ask for a two-year-old and a first-time starter. Smile Happy earned a 95 figure with that victory, which earned him a start in the Kentucky Jockey Club stakes next time out next month in the next month. Relaxing in 5th of 11 in the early stages, Smile Happy commenced a rally four paths wide on the far turn, drew off fairly easily to win by three, improving to a 100 echo base figure. Like Zandon, Smile Happy made his three-year-old debut off a layoff first start after three months off in the Risen Star, where winner Epicenter had already run this year. Rallying from 8th to 2nd in the race, earning the same 92 figure as Zandon, Smile Happy should show a good deal of improvement in his second start as a three-year-old, Certainly, if he improves as much as he did in his second career start when he won the Jockey Club Stakes, Smile Happy can win. And at the least, he and Zanon are going to put on a show here. Honorable mention goes to a number of horses, four to be exact, all with less probability to win with a chance to finish third, if not second, and probably high odds. I'll start with Fenwick, who ran the best race of his career last month when easily winning with a 91 figure after adding blinkers. He's the son of Curlin, who among the sires of all the horses in this race has the most three-year-olds the last few years that run well in Road to the Derby races. Ethereal Road finishes fast, could be passing a number of these in the stretch. He did just that in the Rebel at the end of February when rallying from fifth to lead late before settling for second. The horse he beat for second, Barbara Road, came back to run second in the Arkansas Derby last weekend, which somewhat flattered Ethereal Road. Black Adder is the only horse in the field to have won at this nine furlong distance, having done so in the El Camino Real Derby in February on the all-weather surface at Golden Gate in California. His equity speed figures have improved from 67.3 back to 83 to 85, although the best of those is way short of how fast I expect Zan and Smile Happy to go. It's not unthinkable Black Adder could improve more than expected and run well at high odds. <clears throat> Grantham. Finished a fine second in the Tampa Bay Derby with a 100-figure when last seen. He had the rail for that race, gets a potentially disadvantageous extreme outside for the Bluegrass, which means he may have to go wide on the first turn or drop back farther in the early stage than he's been in any of his four races to date. Still, Grantham does appear to have the ability to compete in this field based on his last effort. In the Toyota Bluegrass Stakes, Race 9, Keeneland, 510 Eastern, Saturday, April 9th, Smile Happy, Opens at 9 to 5, and Zandon opens at 5 to 2, and my minimum odds are 2 to 1, so it looks like Zandon's the horse we're going to bet to win. Exact, there's two exact this year. We're going to box Smile Happy and Zandon, and then we're going to place Smile Happy and Zandon over Smile Happy, Zandon, Fenwick, Ethereal Road, Black Adder, and Grantham. Then 50 Cent Trifectas, two of them, Zandon and Smile Happy over Zandon and Smile Happy over Fenwick, Ethereal Road, Black Adder, and Grantham. And then Smile and 
Happy and Zandon over all six in second and third. So Smile, Happy and Zandon in first with Smile, Happy, Zandon, Fenwick, Ethereal Road, Blackadder, and Grantham in second and third. Doubles. Race nine, Smile, Happy, and Zandon. Race 10, Temper Time. Pick threes. You could skip this if you're live in the pick four, but you could play it as well. Strike, Happy, and Zandon in race nine. Temper Time in race 10. Striker, Momos, Infinite in race 11. And again, you can always use all in race 11, particularly if the race gets moved to the dirt. Race 10 in Keeneland, 5 of 45 Eastern. Big field here, but I only like Temper Time, who looks very logical in spite of the race drawing a field of 12 with an also eligible. Temper Time enters the race having won two of her last four, missing by less than a length with fourth in the other. None of the others in this field have a win this year. Temper Time also have a strategic edge, and her win in November was earned leading from start to finish, and her win last month was stalking from fourth. Therefore, jockey Tyler Gaffleone should be able to put her on the lead from an inside post if none of the others want the front, or he can tuck her behind whoever wants the lead. At this mile and 16th trip at Keeneland, which ends at the first finish line, horses with tactical speed like Temper Time have an edge. In race 10 at Keeneland, post 545 Eastern on Saturday, April 9th, Temper Time's a win at 3-1 to one or more. Doubles, Temper Time in race 10, Striker, Momos Infinite in race 11, or all in race 11. Moving on to race 11 to close out the great Keeneland card on Bluegrass Day, 6.20 p.m. post time, April 9th. Handicapping weather and trying to estimate which whether a turf race scheduled will be run on the turf or moved to the main track is probably as difficult, maybe more so, than handicapping which horses should run well. It may very be, well be at the end of the day this race is moved off the turf onto the main track because of the condition of the course, in which case we can expect a number of scratches as trainers can wait for another race later in the Keeneland meet that's going to be run on turf. If that is not the case and the race stays on turf, Stryker gets slight preference. A perfect two-for-two two last year as a three-year-old, both on all-weather, the Colt was impressive, and both those starts showed a big kick, which will play very well in this turf race. The 100-figure earned in the second of the two wins is tops in the field, and we expect him to run even better now as a four-year-old. If that's... Momos has run well on dirt and on turf, and returns off a three-month layoff, facing much easier than when last seen in a grade two stakes. He finished second at this allowance level prior to that, missed by a head in non-grade stakes on the turf last September after moving to the barn of the current trainer. And those efforts, if repeated here, give him a strong chance of success. Infinite returns from a bit over a year away from the races, but when he runs, he runs big, with three wins in seven career races on the grass. One of those came in July of 2020 off a layoff, and trainer Wesley Ward is well-known for having his horses ready to win off long laps without need of a prep race, evidenced by a great 30% win rate over the last five years with that type of layoff. In race 11 at Keeneland with a post of 620 on Saturday, April 9th, I'm going to bet Striker or Momos, whichever has highest odds of 3-1 to one or more, and then Infinite, who opens at 15-1 to one at 5-1 to one or more. And noting that Infinite opens at 5-1 to one or more, we have another opportunity to maximize our profit by prorating our win bets to take advantage of the odds with more than one horse using the free and easy dutching tool at Amwager.com. For the exacta, striker, momos, and infinite, over. Striker, momos, and infinite. And we're throwing in super dormy, Artemis City Limits and City Drifter. City Drifter, Artemis City Limits, super dormy, striker, momos, infinite in second, with striker, momos, and infinite in first. If the race is run on dirt, other horses to consider, the main contenders still are momos, We'll add Savvy and Soaring Bird and Artemis City Limits and Coltonator. Artemis City Limits and Coltonator. Both Soaring Bird and Coltonator are entered to run in dirt only. 
main track only, so definitely to consider. For the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, go to Amwager.com, click on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. While you're there, look around if you're not a member. It's free. It's easy. I hope you join, and I hope you make a lot of money this weekend. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.